Welcome to the Mad Singers Management Podcast from madsingers.com, where entrepreneurs and business managers learn and share. If you like the show, don't forget to leave a review. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this next episode of Mad Singers Management Podcast. Now, today we have Julie Spear with us, and she comes very highly recommended from a good friend of mine, Kiri, who runs and owns a large uh, Amazon-related business. And Julie actually spearheads that company right now and is, is the, the brains behind it all. And uh, Julie, first of all, welcome to the show. Hi, Mads. Good to be here. Uh, Julie, could you tell everyone here a little bit about yourself so they get a little bit of understanding of sort of how you started out and how you ended up where you are now and, and so on? Sure. I, yeah, I don't have um, the most traditional professional background in terms of the path that I've taken. Um, I actually have a background in education. I was in the education year field for um, about 16 years. And I was in leadership at a large private school in Chicago for a number of years and helped grow and scale that school, building programs and building the team. Um, during my time in education, I also pursued a degree in psychology and got a master's in psychology and counseling. So the, the scenic route that I took, it ended up leading me um, eventually the bobsled marketing about four years ago, not quite four years ago. And at the time, bobsled was a startup and I joined the company as their first hire. I came on board as an account assistant. And then as bobsled grew, I grew with it and was able to tap into the experience and my approaches during my career previously to kind of contribute to the development of the team at Bodsled and developing our processes to help us grow as an agency as well. So currently, um, we're an agency of about 30 team members, and I am the president of Bodsled Marketing, and I oversee all of the functions within the business now. Excellent. That, that sounds like some, some kind of a change. How, how have that been? How have that <laughs> felt to you personally? It, it, it's been um, an interesting time, most definitely. And I think what's most interesting to me is the fact that while the fields are very different, education and a digital marketing agency, um, they're very different fields. A lot of the strategies, the mindset, and the approach to my day-to-day -day is very much the same. Um, so I've enjoyed getting to kind of leverage what I developed and the skills I developed over a longer career in education and to um, translate it into the work that I'm doing at Bobsled. And I, as, a, as an educator, I'm a lifelong learner. And so really having the opportunity to learn the ins and outs of a new industry has really been exciting for me. Yeah, I can, I can only imagine. And I mean, actually, my, my first inspiration to get into management in the first place was actually also a, a teacher. So um, when, I, when I got my first corporate job, so I can definitely relate to, to the benefit of that uh, sort of direction, right? And, and really, when, when you manage people, a lot of it is really similar to education, right? Like growing and developing people, encouraging them and so on. It, it have a lot of very similar traits to education generally. 
Absolutely. And I was in a more non-traditional form of education. I was a Montessori educator. And one of the foundations of that theory, that philosophy of education is really targeting the individual learner and understanding what makes them tick and meeting them where they are. And I feel like that mindset definitely applies in people management. You need to have a very strong and clear understanding of the individuals on your team so you can help support their growth and help them drive to to next levels in their development professionally. So there is there's a lot of similarity between the two. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. Okay, my my next question might be a, a bit interesting for you, but um do, do you want to try and sort of tell me a little bit about sort of your high level management philosophy? Like how do you think about management in general? You know, I think one of the things that I've been struck from day one at Bobsled, and I, I think it translates um, and aligns nicely with my management style. Bobsled, we're a remote team, fully remote team, distributed all across the world. And what's interesting to me about this is our group, our company culture is very strong. We have very strong collaborative culture, supporting each other. It's safe to reach out and ask questions because you see everyone asking questions. We back each other up, offer to pitch in and help. Um, one of our company values is in it together. And it's something that I see play out day in and day out. And people that are newer to the team often remark on, remark about how surprised they are, how strong that aspect of our culture is, given that we're a distributed team. And I think my view of management is, is that in it together is getting to know where each person is in their development and getting in and supporting their growth. Um, so it's, I have a collaborative approach, um, not necessarily a top down, but more we're in it together. We're supporting each other through and, um, really getting to know where people's strengths are to help them grow in a way that supports Bobsled's growth overall as well. Yeah, that sounds amazing. And then, uh, I mean, I, I 100% agree with you. I mean, one one big challenge to see for a lot of the companies I work with, uh, particularly when they're remote, is, is exactly building that strong foundation and culture, right? Because you, you need to invest that much more time and effort in building it because when you are remote, like it's much easier for people to either slag off or, you know, uh, like have very, very different mindsets, right? And, and that can mm-hmm. crush your culture very quickly, right? So, so that's, definitely a, that's definitely a key. So very interesting. So, and you said your, your entire setup and your entire team is basically remote. Um, are they spread all yeah. across the world or any particular regions that are generally focused on? Or how's your team set up? We have a, a large contingent in the U.S., and then we have team members in Europe as well. Um, okay. So mostly distributed between the U.S. and Europe. Okay, excellent. Do you, do you guys ever do any kind of meetups or any kind of physical meets with the teams, or is that not something you're doing? We do. We For the past couple of years, we've had um, team retreats based on regions, so um, for two years, our U.S.-based team members have met up annually for a few days. We had um, one retreat in Chicago and one in Boston. And while we focus on getting a little company business done, the focus really is getting to know each other, having fun together, and, you know, 
karaoke is involved. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> and then last year, we also did a team meetup for our Europe team, and they met in Athens, Greece. The other thing that we do is throughout the course of the year, um, if we have different client meetings, team members will go meet face-to-face -face with clients. We are running info sessions across the U.S. right now doing presentations about Amazon. And so different team members are coming together to do those presentations. And in about gosh, six or seven weeks, um, we'll do our first whole company retreat in Colombia. We're all meeting for three to five days in uh, Medellin, Colombia. So it'll be really exciting for all of us to be together for the very first time. That sounds like an amazing experience. I guess you're, you're very excited as well. I am. I am. I've never been to Colombia. So I'm excited for the opportunity to see a new part of the world and also to just get to see all the, the voices and, um, you know, little faces that we see on Slack. I'm excited to see all of these the people together and get to have fun. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Okay. So the next question for you is really what do you personally enjoy the most about managing people? Like what do you feel you get out of spearheading an organization like you are? You know, managing people kind of one-to-one, -one, it's similar to what I actually really enjoyed about teaching and kind of goes back to something I said a little bit earlier about getting to know each person and understanding what makes them tick um, so that you can really support their growth and getting to see that growth. So managing on a one-to-one -one basis, I love that. Managing on a larger scale, I love building a team of great people and seeing the people take things out of my hands and make it even better. Um, I, I don't think we stand a chance of growing and succeeding unless we have the right people in the job and people are empowered to really contribute. And so when I see plans come together and the right people come together and newer and better things happening than what I had envisioned, that tells me we've got a heck of a team and we're going to really good places. Yeah, that, that sounds amazing. That sounds amazing. So this next question, I might already know the answer to, but I will ask it anyway. So what do you find most unique in your personal management style compared to other managers and, and business owners, et cetera, that you see around? Like, what do you feel really make yourself stand out? I think it's my background. I don't have a traditional business background. And um, so that can give people pause at first trying to figure out wait, you started here and now you're here. How do you get on that path? But I think it is my background that makes me unique. Um, I have a real strong understanding of people and communication and in a real in interest in investing in people's growth. And I think that approach helps contribute to the, the air of collaboration that we have on the team and has helped Bobsled be what it is. Um, I definitely think my lack of a traditional background sets me apart in in a positive way in a positive way yeah no i i definitely agree i mean a, a lot of the stuff i focus on is very much about the psychology aspect communication and so on right so it's it's not necessarily hardcore management skills in any way and unfortunately i mean communication should probably be on the, the school agenda from primary school right but no one really talks very right. much about it so that's a bit of a shame the next question yeah 
um, the next question, because you have sort of grown up through Bob's flat, right? I'm very interested to hear because I, I, I can tell you honestly, a lot of people are very jealous of Kiri. Uh, a lot of people want to build a business and have someone amazing who can help them run it, right? Um, what do you feel have been done really well in your situation to actually groom you into the situation and into where you are today? So what, what have been your experience sort of from, from not being the business owner and what, what do you feel have really helped you getting comfortable and, and getting to the place you are today? Yeah, I think the fact that, I, like you said, I've grown up through Bobsled and I think that fact has really contributed to me being where I am. Uh, I have really close familiarity with our product, what we deliver because I've delivered it. And because of that, I've been able to develop processes that help fine tune our delivery, improve the quality of our delivery. We have a really robust library of standard operating procedures. And that process approach that, that's focused on consistency and quality of delivery has helped us scale. And that has come from my being very close to what we actually deliver to clients. Okay. And as I, as I moved through from being an individual contributor to then overseeing a team, I was very close to the processes. I saw opportunities for us to, you know, develop even our services in different ways. And that gave me, as I moved through there, a, close, a closer view into how sales functions and the sales and operations function kind of come together. So over time, I've, my I've dipped my toe more and more into the different areas, the different functions of the business. And so it, it ended up leading to almost a natural course of I've gotten a, a taste of each of the functions. Now it makes sense to oversee, have a holistic view over all of the functions and how they play together. Excellent. Yeah, that sounds great. That sounds great. Um, also, every, every company is obviously not perfect. So uh, again, don't share what you don't want to share, but what, what are you <laughs> generally working on improving or changing right now that you feel can be better in your company? I think that we always have to keep an eye on our company values and our culture. Because we are distributed, I never want us to sit back and think like, oh, we've done it. We've got this. I think that that's something that always has to stay on our radar. I think being in a field where we're delivering around Amazon, which is a constantly changing landscape, Amazon themselves, they're, they're always innovating and changing what they're doing. So we can never sit back. We always have to be on our toes, staying up to date with what Amazon is changing and, and how they're doing things. And so I, I wouldn't say it's as much of a problem as much as it is like a mindset and an energy that we always have to bring to what we're, we're doing both um, from a company value standpoint, being vigilant over our values and ensuring that we're focusing on them and kind of nurturing the development. And then also in terms of our actual product, we have to be on our toes, paying attention, thinking strategically and creatively because we're in a competitive industry. And if, if we want to maintain and continue to grow, we need to be thinking creatively, strategically, and looking at new opportunities to set ourselves apart. Yep, definitely. That uh, and I, honestly, I think most of the online industries uh, is in the same situation. But obviously, mm -hmm. some industries slightly more than others. But that makes total sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. 
so from a like you you you're obviously sitting on on the top more or less right now so the the managers that are working with you what are you doing to make sure that they perform as people managers and and that they experience some of success some of the success that you have yourself What's great is um, there are two directors that report to me and over ultimately now oversee the client delivery team. And I worked really, really closely with them for an extended period of time and talk about the right people in the right roles. They are absolutely the right people in the right roles for overseeing the team and supporting the team's development and ensuring that we're delivering quality to our clients. The three of us meet pretty much weekly. And then I also meet with them one-on-one -on -one weekly and just get, take, kind of take the temperature and get my finger on the pulse of what's happening with the team, but also with each of them individually. And then also recently, the three of us met and developed uh, Q2 strategy rocks. You know, what are the, our real big opportunities on that side of the business for growth and improvement, what's working well. And together, we developed rocks for this quarter and we check in on how the, they're progressing towards the completion of those rocks and goals. And I, I think it's, it's real close communication and getting to know them previously is now set the stage for me to be able to kind of let go of the reins a little bit more on that side, help them run with it. And I have a lot of faith in, in how they work. Excellent. That sounds really, really good, Julie. Uh, I'm, I'm actually super excited to hear that because it definitely sounds like uh, Kiri have been listening to some of all my amazing advice. So that's uh, <laughs> that, that's really good to hear. Uh, I'm I'm very, very keen on preaching weekly one to ones and weekly team meetings and so on. And everyone's so busy telling me how it's not possible and there's no time. But uh, I'm I'm very excited to hear that. So that's great. Oh, um, I think the one one to ones uh, there. Are, critical and they the directors have one-to-ones weekly with their direct reports as well it's definitely just an ongoing um it's an expectation of how we work and i think it's, it's especially important on a distributed team when you're not seeing people face to face you need to have those set times to connect yep i totally agree totally agree excellent that's great to hear so Lots of interesting uh, stories and so on so far. Next up, what I would love to get out of you is perhaps any kind of tips, tricks, any kind of uh, that could be amazing apps you're using, or that could be, you know, anything from a communication standpoint or whatever. But anything that you really want to share with the audience, anything like you feel from a management standpoint can be really, really super to use and, and super to benefit from? One, I, I, anytime I get to talk about tacos <laughs> um, in a group management setting, I do. Um, there's an app that integrates with Slack called Hey Taco, and you can use it in a lot of different ways, but the way it works is it's, it's not a free service. You do pay for it, but the way it works is every day, everyone has five tacos that they can give to team members. And what we do at Bobsled is in the general channel, we use those tacos as a form of accolades, thank you, really acknowledging our team members. And they, once you get 100 tacos, you're able to cash them in for an additional day off. Um, so 
we have been using the Hey Taco plugin for years and it goes back to that culture of in it together. It also goes into, it feeds this culture of actually acknowledging your team members and how they contribute to your day to day or to the company's overall health and success. And I, I, do, I think that that is something that is often missing because we all get so busy in everything that we need to do and finding forums to actually acknowledge the contributions of the team members can be really hard. So it's almost a way that like this remote team that we connect only on Slack really, it, it's a, a leg up that we have because we have a natural forum for acknowledgement. And I would say the Hey Taco app on Slack is a huge um, people management, culture fostering and nurturing app that I would really recommend to anyone. Yep, that's good. I, I, I love that one as well. And I have a fair few of my clients use it. Uh, so I, I totally agree that can be, I wouldn't say a game changer, but it's definitely something that can really help you, uh, particularly in distributed team, really keep people together and so on. So that's, that's mm -hmm. awesome. And any other amazing tips or tricks you have? We... Uh, I don't, I don't know if it's amazing. <laughs> um, it's definitely absolutely critical to getting out of just the people management piece and overall management and function and measuring our bandwidth and measuring um, the cost of client projects and where our profitability is. We use Harvest for time tracking and we, we the whole team tracks their time um, across all projects, both client delivery projects as well as um, projects specific to bobsled, our sales and marketing. And that, if we didn't do our time tracking, we would not have the level of data that we have to help inform our, our project pricing, um, our overall profitability. It really is foundation to a lot of the structuring and practices that we have on the team. So if you're not tracking time on your team, that, that would be the starting point I would recommend to anybody. Yeah, and, and I, I would totally agree on that, right? I mean, I, I'm not necessarily a, a big advocate of tracking every minute of every second, but like I, I work with a ton of agencies in the online world and, and very often the challenge they have exact, is exactly around pricing, right? They have a ton of people mm -hmm. doing graphics and building websites and doing different things and they, they very often struggle. Like they put out a number, but they don't really know why they judge what they judge, but they, they're right. kind of just hoping it looks profitable enough at the end of the month, right? But uh, definitely yeah, measuring the time and, and having sort of very very clear deliverables and clear expectation of what different things takes and so on is, is, uh, is a huge benefit, yeah. So that's yeah, great. absolutely. And yeah, you, you don't ever want to make it so onerous that it's hard for people to implement it. They're spending more time tracking time than actually getting work done. Um, so it's, it's a, a fine balance to try and strike, but it really does provide valuable information. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. So, okay, Julie, I, I think that was most of my uh, sort of uh, management questions, if you will. Um, if people are interested in contacting Bobsled, obviously you, you work with, with sort of larger Amazon sellers and so on, right? What, what's usually the best way to get in contact with you guys? Um, on our website, bobsledmarketing.com, there, there are a few different contact us forms. You can go on the service page to get a taste of the services that we offer, and there's a form that you can submit from that page. Um, we have case studies on the website, so you can read about our impact um, for other brands on Amazon. 
And I am on LinkedIn. You can always reach out to me there. As is Carrie. We often um, get contact from potential clients and actually team members through LinkedIn. So you can always find us on there as well. Excellent. That sounds really well. Thank you very much for joining me today, Julie. And I hope all the listeners will enjoy all these amazing tips and tricks you have shared. And it's been really good sharing this half an hour with you. So thank you very much. Thank you. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for listening to the Mad Singers Management Podcast. Please leave a review. It means the world to us. You can also learn more about management at madsingers.com.